With us today is Ty McCoy, and he was former Assistant Secretary of the Air Force, uh, a West Pointer, and one smart guy. And uh, Ty McCoy, welcome to uh, Sunday morning. Uh, uh, and uh, does anybody really know what's going on in Russia, what's going on with Putin, what's going on with the Wagner Group? Well, uh, Katz, it's great to be on with you and your team. And the developments recently are a little bit difficult uh, to uh, understand, except when stepping back a little bit and realizing the nature of the Russian uh, regime, Russian history, and a czar who's uh, really in, in absolute control, that someone has challenged him uh, with respect to uh, becoming uh, a hero in Russia uh, and conducting a march of justice. So I think that Putin waited to make sure that how much support uh, Prigozhin had, those who also stood up for Prigozhin so he could take their names, also to find out where the money was that Prigozhin may have hidden around. And then once all that was done, while making nice on the surface, then he pops uh, this airplane out of the sky. And so that is a way of letting people know that he's not afraid to pull the trigger on somebody who's disloyal. And I think that that is... Uh, very much uh, what has happened. And I think Putin has also uh, uh, did away with a couple of the generals that he thought were working with uh, uh, Presenton. Uh, that's correct. Uh, the General Suvorovkin, who was uh, called uh, General Armageddon for all his destruction in Syria when he was running Soviet uh, or Russian forces down there, uh, he was uh, retired uh, and dismissed as head of the uh, Russian Air Force, which is a very big job. Uh, the day before the plane went down uh, with Prigozhin and some of his top commanders we were, who were, you know, aggregated uh, on the plane. Uh, some people say there was a, a bomb in the, in the landing gear wheel well. Some say there might have been a stealth fighter that, that shot the plane from out of the sky with some cannons that would be uh, less visible, that they did not want to use a, a surface-to-air missile that would leave some contrails in the sky or some other air-to-air -air missiles. But in any case, they uh, were able to bring it down, and uh, the planes can be brought down not uh, not as easy as people think, but it doesn't take much to destabilize a plane with a couple of its um, control surfaces to, to bring it down. So it appears that that is that. The Russians will probably try to take control of the Wagner forces in, uh, in Africa and elsewhere and use... Uh, either another private military company uh, that is uh, able to take on that or uh, just have the armed forces of Ukraine do it, although they, they seem to prefer the private military contract approach because they can plunder more gold and diamonds uh, using that structure than, and not have the corruption and taint of um, corruption infect the regular armed forces any more than has occurred to date. WABC has been reporting on this for the last couple of weeks, and as many as six or seven African countries uh, have raised the Russian flag, and uh, they were taken over by the Wagner Group. Now, confusion. Uh, and you, I guess Putin is going to take command of those guys, otherwise somebody else is going to die. Well, I think you're right. I think that over time, as we've seen with some of the... the um, actions that have slowly led us to this point and the uh, very poor planning and, and intelligence and mistakes that were made by the Russians in invading Ukraine and the re re resultant uh, 
disaster that, that Putin has on his hands that forced him into the arms of the Chinese. I think it's come around to the idea that let's use BRICS, uh, Brazil, Russia, uh, India, uh, China, South Africa, this alliance, and let Russia be the oil, gas, natural resources, coal uh, supporter and supplier for China, which has the talent uh, and has the uh, knowledge and has the production capability and the money, and use those two to turn to the global south and tell the global south where most of the population of the world is, uh, including uh, China and Russia, you be the consumers. So we'll be a lot of the resources, a lot of the talent. You side with us. Don't fall for the Western camp. Don't fall for the dollar. Uh, go with the winner. And if you look at Russia and China and the global south, they're about 80, 85 percent of the population of the world and will probably get only larger. So I think they're trying to uh, do a massive global uh, end run around the influence of the Western uh, historic Western world and Western powers and the order that we have set up post-World War II. Well, Ty uh, McCoy, anything else you want to say to uh, the people? No, I think that we just have to understand what the big game is that's going on uh, with the Chinese and the Russians and what others may do. Also watch for lessons on the battlefield and uh, just be very careful and very uh, much ready for a time when it comes to further uh, pressure and attacks on the United States and our allies. Well, Ty McCoy, former Assistant Secretary of the Air Force, West Point uh, uh, graduate, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for keeping the American people uh, uh, alert and uh, telling them what, what's going on. And we'll catch up again real soon. Sounds good, Kat. Always enjoyable to be with you. God bless. God bless. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.